Hello you beautiful Cyclone fans and welcome back to another A1 show Vuelta special. So today, as predicted yesterday, the race went to pieces. We have a new race leader, well maybe not a new race leader, it's the tour time he's wore the leader's jersey, Superman Lopez and we have the world champion reigning supreme. So a lot to talk about as always and we're going to try and cram it into our usual sort of 15 minute slot. So let's jump right in. So before we start, as always, a quick note from our Vuelta sponsor. It's Missing Piece. Uh, we've had customers already checking out Missing Piece. They're loving the stuff. As I said, the custom feel is just amazing to it. My chopboard should be on the way here any minute soon. And also, we're going to have a very special contest from Missing Piece in the next couple of days. So stay tuned to find out how you can win some Missing Piece swag. Because, uh, yeah, the whole idea with having the show sponsor... You know, the podcast's show sponsor is a way for you guys to just, you know, re firstly reward people who are investing in cycling, but more proximity than that to reward people who are investing in this show. If you're getting some value out of the show, you know, I encourage you to check out the links. And if you are getting the stuff to go through our links, because those little things, they help give the bit of return on investment to sponsors, helps keeping the sponsors comes in, helps me keep upgrading the equipment, helps hosting costs all that good stuff uh marketing material so as i said the podcast is going to be coming uh, it's going to become its own self-sustained little empire so the more we can push the word on it the more it's going to grow and it will be kick-ass to have you guys on this incredible journey that we take over the next god knows how many years where we grow this podcast into something special like it'd be really cool i know i've beta tested some programs in the very start like strav i beta tested and it's just really cool to be on something like that from the very start and watch it grow so hopefully that's what we can do together guys okay jump into the action so link for missing piece it's in the show notes and description go check them out because they're boss um uh, do you like my vocals yeah i'm not a good singer but i have a real passion for it. those two things together not a good mix in the shower uh, we had a big break that defined today, but it was never going to be a day for the breakaway. We had uh, Gilbert and Hino uh, from UAE. They foraged on. They were the best of the breakaway. Uh, but we had a tough second cat climb, and we had some motivated teams behind, especially in the shape of Movie Star and then Astana hitting it super hard. And the two of those combined to make the racing really, really hard. You can tell the race was hard when the red jersey, Dylan Toons, was gone on the second cat. So, you know, Dylan is going to hang on for dear life. And Exxon Postman, uh, he put a lot in yesterday. I really feel that yesterday, after yesterday's effort, it was going to be very hard for him to keep the jersey today. I expected him to be there until the last climb, but it goes to show you just how hard it was. If you watch the footage of that second cat climb, you have Movie Star and you have Astana lined it out at the front, and then it's single file. But you can see guys popping in the line like a 20 back, 26 back, 30 back. They're just pop, 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 pulling out of the line. And every time one of those pulls out of the line, if you haven't been in a line out, the reason why it's easier at the front is you don't have to worry. Like if I'm in P3, position 3 in the line, you know, there's only two guys in front of me. So unless the guy in second wheel pops, my pace, it's going to be hard, but it's going to be steady. But now think about if you're in P25, and the guy in P22 pops. Then the guy in P23 now has to make this huge effort to get back up to P21. So he has to sprint. So everyone behind him has to sprint. So you go from doing 500 watts to doing 1100 watts. And then the guy in 13th wheel pops. And you know then the guy in 14th has to accelerate back up to 12th. 
and this keeps happening and what it means is the further back you are the harder it is so that's why there's such a fight for position into these climbs and why the teams they whack it and once they have their riders in place they really commit to it and it means no one else can move up because to move up the line you got to put out serious energy and it's very hard to move up unless you're one of the super strong guys and even if you move up the teams aren't going to let you in so it's a good little insight into what's actually going on there uh, we've seen Theo Gagenhart, apparently he's been suffering from a bit of food poisoning, but that's coming out of his system. He had the LTV attack, you know, the Eurosport commentators are going mad about it, great to see Theo back. But really, like, there was nothing there, only a bit of TV time. Like, he attacked, the movie star lads didn't flinch. The movie star Domestique had been riding for, you know, a good 20 minutes at that stage. Theo barely gapped him and the movie star lad brought him back in again, so nothing to really get excited about there. You know, they love the old partisan commentary on Eurosport from a British lad. Uh, does that and boy Tio's been a massive disappointment for me uh, hopefully it has been the food poison that's clear uh, we also had second on GC David De La Cruz uh, you know again yesterday where Eurosport and other cycling news and commentators were talking about uh, maybe this is Ineos mounting a GC threat and you're like lads will you cop yourselves on like Dela Cruz has been popped on every single climb so far, including yesterday's climb when he moved up uh, to second place overall. So it was inevitable when we hit the second cat today that he was going to just... He led weights in his pocket. Uh, it was inevitable he was going to drop the parachute and go straight out the back door. Who's not going straight out the back door and who's lighting up this race is the American Sepkus. He is super strong, super, super strong. I'm real impressed by him. Uh, him, George Bennett, are pivotal now that Kiyokoski's gone. Or Stephen, sorry... Stephen Kreiswick's gone for Jumbo Visma. They're really going to be pivotal pivotal in Roglic's challenge. So, yeah, really good to see him there. So, once Sepkou stopped riding, Quintana came over the top, and that's when the real action started. So, we've seen the first real... We probably had an idea in our head, but we really seen who's who, who has legs, especially after the crashes. You know, we'd have ran Roach, gone... Uh, it's Quintana, it's Roglic, it's Lopez, it's Valverde. They're the four strongest bike riders in this year's Vuelta a España. Like, we have a sort of a second group forming where Aru rode quite well. Uh, Pogacar, who we've talked about, who's locked up in a contract, I think, until 2024 with UAE. Uh, Rafael Moica, George Bennett. Uh, was it Daniel Navarro as well that was there? You know, there's a strong second group. The, the front four guys are head and shoulders above everyone else at the moment. Uh, looks like Naro Quintana's riding for Alejandro Valverde, or at least he was on that stage. It was a stage the parkour suited Valverde. It was, the climb was similar to the climb where he took the world title last year. Like We pitches from 16%, 18%, and parts 20%. And then you add into that the broken road as well. Uh, that sort of the Vuelta is famous for. Uh, it's It was epic. It was made for Valverde, but it was epic. Uh, you never get that stuff in the Tour de France. Like the Tour de France, it, it if anyone hasn't been to the Tour, firstly, it's amazing. I went last year, we pulled out the tent, camped on the side of the road, pulled out your little stove, few beers on Alpe It's It's an amazing spectacle. I went to see the Roubaix stage and the Alpe stage and then the start of Borg de on the next day. Rent a van or a car, bring a tent, camp on the side of the road. It's carnival atmosphere everywhere. It's brilliant fun. Uh, if you haven't been yet, it's immense. But the tour, it's a bit, as I say, it is a carnival. So for a carnival to go through, it has to have a certain infrastructure. The Vuelta isn't the same level of carnival 
same level of carnival that's not a real thing it's not the same level of festivities so it doesn't need the big huge wide open roads so this finishing climb we could barely get a motorbike up it today it was epic so in the finish we had the evergreen 39 year old Alejandro Valverde win the stage with Roglic second Lopez toward Cantana followed by Micah so that gives us a GC of Superman Lopez is back in the jersey for the third time Roglic is at 6 seconds Valverde at 16 and Cantana's back at 27 like what do you think of Valverde uh, he's a divisive character a little bit of sidebar background knowledge uh, before I embarked on the my cycling chapter of my life my background's law uh, my actually my undergrad's economics and then master's in law and then my professional qualifications in law but my master's is actually in sports law and specifically my master's is in doping in sports around the world anti-doping code so I do find it interesting listening to the debate about Valverde and you know if he should be allowed to race still there's I suppose there's one to give some context to this there's one school of thought that says if you dope at any point in your career you have a physiological advantage for the rest of your career and I'm actually not sure if I subscribe to that theory I haven't seen enough evidence to back that up but what I do think is very real is if you take rider A and rider B if rider A dopes and rider B doesn't at a young age maybe rider A now, now gets opportunities to ride grand tours to ride classics where rider B doesn't get the same opportunities and we do know the exposure to that level of racing grand tours they do physiologically change it so it, it it is definitely beneficial for not just the acute period when you're taking something but the long tail effect is very very powerful but then what you do you need to balance that with you know it's interesting why i'm recording this podcast so late tonight it's 12 it's 12 20 here in dublin so most of you guys won't get this till uh, saturday morning uh incidentally if anyone is getting this saturday morning we have our a1 dublin chapter ride back at 9 30 a.m the food room in clontarf doing about 65k easy uh weather's yellow alert so there you go i'm gonna finish this podcast i'm gonna get to bed wild party friday night here for me um so yeah i was why it's so late is i was actually real life getting in the way my sister was submitting her thesis today and her thesis is around uh, the effect of education in rehabilitation of criminals in the irish prison system but it got me thinking around the doping thing and it's you know what is the purpose of doping you know i do believe that we are, we're not the worst of our actions that if somebody does something once they shouldn't be held to the sword for the rest of their life over that one thing so you know we've got to balance the effect that yeah there's a long tail lasting effect of doping with people can make mistakes people can rehabilitate make amends for their mistakes like you look at david miller for instance david miller yeah a confessed doper but then he's been very pro anti-doping since then even putting initiatives on you know very proactive and getting the needle ban so do we brand someone like that a doper for the rest of their life i'm not sure it's a kind of a philosophical debate but i suppose you know if you're in the camp of yeah you need to ban them forever and you're you're lopez it's quite a hard it's quite a hard pill to swallow getting second on a stage today to someone like valverde personally i actually don't give it that much thought i nearly think of it like the wwf wrestlers you know yeah hulk hogan's probably lit so it was macho man randy savage and hell in the cell uh undertaker mankind but there you go i'm showing my nerd side there uh, i'm sure there's a few wwf fans out there but you know i just choose not to 
I just choose not to think about it that much because it doesn't affect me. I suppose it's proximity is the key. Like it doesn't affect me. I'm not racing these guys day to day. If I was racing them day to day, maybe I'd have a, a stronger opinion on it. But uh, I think Valverde raced through a dirty era in the sport and he doped. You know, I know I have friends who raced through that era as well and they were saying basically 95% of the bunch was taking something then. So yeah, it's hard to come down too hard on someone for a scapegoat for a whole you know generation of doping but there you go we'll park that when we move on so let me know your thoughts on that speaking of doping actually what is the story of matt stevens is he on speed or something he is absolutely off his face in eurosport commentary he looks like he's chewing his gums i'm not really sure what the story is with that um right so let's talk about who the new race favorite is it's roglic i just don't see anyone else i know Movie star have this double combo now where they've the double prong threat, the tandem of Quintana and Valverde. Valverde said he's coming to hunt stages. I told you he was a good bet at 11 to 1. I don't want to throw that one down your throat. Uh, we have the TT coming up, and Roglic is a specialist, and none of the rest of the boys are a specialist. So it's just hard to see past. Uh, it's hard to see past Roglic at the moment. Also, Yumbo don't want the jersey too early. Like They're happy enough for Astana to take the jersey and control the race for a few days this race is hard there's big groups getting away the terrain is hard the heat is hard Jumbo have had a couple of crashes Tony Martin's hit the deck George Bennett's hit the deck the, uh, Kreuzweg's out uh, you know has Roglic been Roglic been down yeah I think he has been yeah sure he was down the TTT so yeah they don't want the jersey too early and you know tomorrow we're going into a medium mountain stage i suppose i'd call it stage eight it was one that bennett said he was gonna have a look at uh he set up quite early on the second cat climb today you know the pro that bennett is uh it's a third cat climb near the finish i suppose we won't really know for me it smells a bit of a thomas de gent day uh, but we won't really know what way that's going to play out until uh we see how much stan want to protect that jersey tomorrow uh, and how lightly it is or how hard the GC guys race that climb. If the GC guys aren't racing the climb hard, you can expect to see Bora and the other teams taking it up pretty hard to ensure a bunch sprint. But that's it. There we go. Uh, guys, before we head off for today, I would encourage you to check out our second show sponsor, which is ClickFunnels. Hopefully you've checked them out by now. They're class. For ClickFunnels has been something that's just empowered me as a small business owner. They just, it lets me segment audiences, it lets me build pages, it lets me do one-click upsells, it lets me build marketing funnels. Amazing training built in there. It's one of the tools that's really lets me, you know, as a solo entrepreneur, you know, run the podcast, the YouTube channel. You know, we have some quite big social platforms, big client base, and it makes sure I spend most of my time on actual coaching and not on the website building and stuff where my skill set just doesn't lie so it's an amazing tool i'd encourage you to go and check it out check it out the good people at click funnels have given the a1 show listeners a 14 day trial so go and check that out and i think next week we're actually from monday i think we're even gonna sweeten the deal and we're gonna throw in maybe a free cookbook or something with the click funnels uh, 14 day trial but we'll see about that it'll be a limited stock on them guys you are legends and girls you are also legends and we're heading into the weekend so hopefully everyone gets out and rides as always do me a solid share the show around tell friends about it it's here for the long haul as long as you all keep supporting it thanks for coming and i'll chat to you tomorrow stage eight is coming up